This is the second part of the Curing the Limbo podcast. My name is Levente Poyak and I follow Curing the Limbo, an initiative by the Athens Municipality financed by the European Union's Urban Innovative Actions Program. This podcast, following how Curing the Limbo unfolds throughout the project's duration, is produced by Utropian and the Cooperative City magazine. Curing the Limbo connects issues of refugee integration, education, housing, exchange economy and active citizenship. In the course of the project three years, a mechanism is developed to help refugees get involved in neighborhood initiatives, learn new skills, enter the labor market and access permanent housing. In the first part of this podcast, we explored how engaging in community activities can help refugees learn about their new city and get in touch with citizen groups. This time we look into how education and training activities can help refugees acquire new skills, understand better their opportunities and find their way in Athens labor markets. The first time I visited Athens to report on Curing the Limbo, it was in August 2018 when I met some of the project's protagonists for the first time. I read the details of the project proposal, but I was curious to understand what these plans actually meant in practice. On a hot late August day, I visited Talia Dragona in her office at the Kapodistrian University of Athens in the neighborhood of Exarchia, an area known for its squats and refugee population. Talia is a former Minister of Education who has been engaged for years in developing programs for social integration and methodologies for teaching minorities. She explained to me how she conceived the role of education and job training within the broader structure of curing the limbo. To me, the collaboration is a big challenge, and of course it happened. I mean, really happen as we have uh, fantasized it, that yes, the refugees will be involved in and enthusiastic about the IT, about expressive because we're going to be using audiovisual expression and we have somebody who's very gifted in our group and it'll be very nice to see people getting out of and this is one way psychologically of uh, it will work also psychologically because people express themselves and when they express themselves they express their trauma, their pain, their experiences. So it's not it's not only that we would like them to enjoy it; is that we would like we would like to, we would like it to act in a way therapeutically uh, for the this traumatized population. It's very different teaching. So uh, the, the people that are doing the English and the Greek come from the English and the Greek department of the University of Athens. That then they have already set up a school in the University of Athens for uh, English and Greek for the refugees. But they saw that now it's so much more important that they go down to the camp in Eleonas. And also, of course, the language is very important because uh, we're going to be doing the language. Uh, we, will, we are devising a, a method in the language which would be on the job training language, I mean, so we, we, we don't want to, 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 uh, to come to abstract classes of learning verbs or whatever. We want, we, we are devising uh, methods of teaching the language in a very, you know, practical and so language will come in the IC training, language will come in the mediators, I mean, language will be a tool. The next day, I went over to the Curing the Limbo headquarters, southwest from the city center. In the municipality's Serafeo building, hosting the Limbo Exit Lab, I met Antigone Kotanidis, the project coordinator who told me about the complex structure of Curing the Limbo's education component. 
So the university professors, they're going to hire four coordinators to train the trainers. And they're going to train them. And the trainers are going to do the classes. So there's going to be a room with the coordinators who will have a desk there. And then the trainers can uh, come whenever they want for meetings, but their basic job is going to be to do classes. And then to sit with the coordinators and say, okay, this class didn't work, or you know, these are the conclusions, and then readjust the curriculum. The coordinators are going to write a curriculum for the program. They're not going to use you know, textbooks. Learning languages and acquiring new skills are key elements of integration into the labor market. But so is a better understanding of how to look for jobs and get ready for employment. Elektra Simitsi, who worked on the project on behalf of the International Rescue Committee, explained me her organization's plans for preparing refugees to access jobs. The municipality will hire two job counselors. Mm-hmm. And these job counselors will, apart from the job counseling sessions, will provide job readiness trainings. And also, they will connect uh, to the private sector as well. They will create links with the with companies actually. Uh, as IRC, we will train the job counselors on how to provide and build the curriculum actually on how to run uh, the job readiness training. After my first visit, I was away for a few months. When I returned in March 2019, most of the planned educational activities were already running. I went again to the Seraphil building to get updated about the latest developments of the program. By this time, the building was buzzing with activities. All the offices occupied by staff and one course following another in the classrooms, the Limbo Exit Lab felt like a machine where all components are working towards a shared goal. See how much busier yeah, it got yeah, yeah. in six months? Yeah, no, so that was it's the crazy. first impression arriving here that, you know, there's a lot of people, a lot of events, it's always... Uh, it started. Yeah, it's a started, it's alive, it's, yeah. you know, it's no longer abstract, it's real it, people. It's, real it's real happening. Tasks, it's <laughs> happening yeah. The teachers' team were very worried that classes are empty and were like, you know, give it some time, word of mouth, people are going to bring their friends and, you know, and now I think most classes are full. So, and that happened in the course of a month. So we started with classes of, you know, three, five. They would come, they would not show up, and now we've already filled them. So I th- fantastic. The Limbo Exit Lab, hosting the activities of Curing the Limbo, has an important role in the educational activities, not only as a location, but also as a place of belonging. But so does the urban fabric of Athens. Building here being a point of reference for the refugees, you know, we want them to sort of uh, be able to create some kind of uh, space of their own, you know. And we want it to be, we want them to sort of feel that this is a point of reference for them, this building. And at the same time, we want them to be in the city. So the thing is how how would we balance? Uh, we are working it out now uh, because initially we said classes in the Serafia and then we said no classes outside. And none of the two uh, solutions I think is really the optimum. The optimum is that they need to uh, create this kind of belonging to this uh, to the Serafia to feel that it's their place. 
and at the same time uh, to uh, get them out in the city because really the city is where they need to uh, build uh, relationships with. And that's what we're working now with uh, Sinathina and seeing when will we, will, will, will we get them out. You know, initially we thought it in the beginning it's better that they develop some kind of belonging here and then they move out. So we are in that stage now. So education activities are distributed between the classrooms and the neighborhoods of Athens. But what is the role of the city in the curricula? I asked Thalia Dragona. The city, in a way, is, is a very central, uh, a very central position because you want to work with these people in depth somehow. And also, it's not that we only do Greek classes and that's it. We do classes in a different way. We'll see our curricula; they are very much related to the, you know, on the job and somehow more catered around their needs. And so, in that sense, uh, we want to uh, retain our our identity so can you tell a little bit about the curricula that you are behind some of you i'm coordinating what the what the what the university is involved in so we have a curriculum for greek curriculum for for uh, uh, english we have a, a more flexible curriculum for the uh, audiovisual this curricula form the basis of all the education activities in curing the limbo Yuli Malgoyani and Lisa Orinda coordinate the language programs. I asked them about how they assure that everyone finds their way through the educational trajectory. It's kind of busy this period because the lessons have started, the language lessons, okay, have started on the 25th of February. Right now we have four levels for English and five levels uh, for Greek. Can you tell about the trajectory? So a refugee comes in the system and how he or she arrives mm. into the future? Uh, the first thing they would do uh, would be an info session where they got all the information needed about the whole program. And afterwards they made an appointment, if interested of course and eligible, uh, an appointment with a social worker and after that, uh, it was the turn of the placement test, where um, we also make um, a brief co conversation, oral conversation, and according to the results, uh, we propose a program. Uh, we try to keep up with their needs and program in their everyday life outside of <laughs> this program, but in general that's the procedure. When it comes to the teaching methodology, you know, which is quite specific, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what is the specificity, okay. what is the innovation in this curriculum? Um, actually, uh, this program uh, will produce a lot of curricula. Um, that means that uh, any teacher will make its own curriculum for its class. Um, all these curricula will be written down and uh, when the, the program will uh, finish uh, there will be, let's say, a book of different curricula, especially with uh, this target group, uh, <laughs> refugees I mean, for which there are no um, many curricula, let's say, outside. 
That's the point. There is no book that exactly. we take as it is. So exactly. we have the opportunity to produce a material that answers to their needs. And uh, they try to form a lesson in a way much more creative and much more useful in their everyday life. That's the point. Not to get a book and learn about grammar and forms. Uh, there, f for example, will be uh, lessons outside from here. Uh, the lessons will be in the city. And uh, how will this happen? For example, if there is um, a cooking uh, event uh, outside, for example, uh, in the w w we will learn this from Sinafina and uh, the teacher could do his relevant lesson outside uh, in the city. For example, instead of uh, teaching uh, the, voc the, the vocabulary of cooking in the class, uh, could teach that outside. I heard so much about the teaching methods developed in the program that I was curious to join some of the classes. Stelios Tomasos, one of the English teachers, allowed me to sit with the students for a bit. We see four cards uh, where we have a profile of four people. Okay. Uh, so, uh, we have the name of each person, their age, and their profession. Uh, Hossein, would you like to read the first card? First card? Yes. Name, Jevin Rose. Okay. Age, yeah. 13. Okay. Professional programmer. 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 What does programmer mean? He uses computers, okay? He programs, he writes software uh, programs on the computer. Okay. So he's a computer programmer. Okay. Uh, Gita, uh, would you like to read the next one with the girl? Um, her name Emily Lawson. Lawson, age uh, 28, profession, student chef. Okay, student chef means that uh, she goes to a school uh, for chefs uh, in order to learn how to cook as a profession, professionally. Okay, um, uh, Said, uh, the next one, the next month. Uh, name, alone word, age uh, 31, professional journalist. Okay, journalist. Okay, very good. So, uh, he works in a newspaper or in a news uh, site, website. Uh, After the classes, okay. I could speak with some the of the students. They were all keen to learn languages in order to get a job and stabilize their lives in Athens. How would you like to use your improved English language? My name is Hussein. I'm from Iran. I have been three years in Greece. I come to university class English because I speak fluently. Fluently, this class very good. This teacher very good, <laughs> but I need to speak a lot of. I need to speak a lot of. Just only use grammar in university. And why do you need English? I live in Greece. I have. I don't have a job. I learn Greek very difficult.
the at the first I speak English you find the job then speak start speak Greek my name is Gita I'm came from Afghanistan I have been here three uh, from three years I come here for learn English and Greek because it's very important for us and I want to find a job because when we don't understand English and Greek we can find job and it's um, very problem for us. After speaking with the students, I also had some time with Celius. I asked him about his experience in joining Curing the Limbo. My name is Telios Tomazos. I am an English teacher. I'm also a French teacher. I come from Chios Island. Uh, it's an island in uh, the Eastern Aegean Sea. Uh, so it's one of the first stops of the refugees uh, when they come uh, to Greece. When I'm in Chios, I work in the pharmacy and I have uh, um, a lot of contact with the refugees there because uh, uh, they visit uh, pharmacies uh, very often. Some of them narrated their stories to me uh, about how difficult it was to reach Greece and what they expect to find or where they expect to, to go next. When I found this program on the internet uh, about uh, curing the limbo, about uh, how to teach English uh, to the refugees, I thought that it was uh, a good opportunity for me to boost my career a bit further and at the same time make uh, a social contribution. What is, what is special about teaching refugees to English? What is special in terms of culture, in terms of their preparedness, in terms yeah. of uh, their motivation? As a teacher, for me, the, maybe uh, the most important challenge is that we don't have a common language of communication. I mean, I cannot use Greek like I, I use in other uh, classrooms, in other lessons. But uh, what's exciting is that we can find a way to communicate, even in little English, uh, depends on the student. There are some ideas, some um, notions which are very basic to all people, to all the people from all over the world. And um, what uh, really astonishes me is that uh, Western people, we have a certain image for the people uh, from the East. And uh, I have to say that uh, does not correspond to the reality. At least my students, they are very communicative, very uh, social. They want to learn new things, uh, to be able to communicate. They are very open to new ideas. They are not so, so restricted by perhaps their, their religion or their mentality. So I believe that um, we Europeans may have a, a false image uh, of the people. Uh, who come uh, from the east, from the eastern countries? What teaching uh, methodologies did you need? Uh, I used a lot of gestures, body language. I draw on the board. <laughs> I use flashcards for some basic things like clothes. I try to use game activities. Today the topic was uh, a situation where people are somebody is looking for a job, yeah. goes for a job interview. How do you choose the topics, like the themes and the vocabulary that you, you, you try to teach? Is it connected to the refugees' own situation? Yeah, uh, finding a job is uh, definitely connected to their situation, to their needs, because uh, these people, uh, more, most of these people, uh, do not have jobs. Uh, so um, I think it will be useful for them uh, to see how um, 
a simple job interview uh, is conducted. There are some uh, subjects that uh, we have to cover in the whole uh, course. Besides learning languages, acquiring other skills also have a key role in curing the Limbo's educational program. Exploring means of audiovisual production is one of the services offered to refugees. I spoke with Stelios Economidis, the teacher of the video course, about what is special in working with refugees, what can he teach to them, and how can refugees use this new knowledge? Uh, my name is uh, Stelios Economidis. Uh, I am from uh, Thessaloniki, where I studied uh, in the film school of the Aristotle University. When I saw the uh, application about, uh, about an uh, audiovisual teacher uh, working with refugees, uh, for me it was um, something that I really wanted and hoped for to work here because I think I could use video uh, as a way to demonstrating that video is something that is useful as a language as a language to uh, communicate I think cinema has a lot of examples uh, which we can use uh, in order to create a more friendly atmosphere in the city because the the goal of this program is the life of refugees in the city feel, uh, to feel the, the city as their own through this lab, video lab I think we can try uh, the, the, all the participants here who, are to, who we are together uh, to use the city as a set each and everyone can direct um, it's uh, his or hers uh, life through lens, but using the city as a set. Um, I think maybe in this lab we really don't need a lot of translations because I think image, in general, uh, image is a um, universal language. Why did your students actually want to learn about video making? Why do they see this as a as an element that can actually help their further integration or, or jobs? Or uh, well, there are different uh, approaches. I mean, uh, one uh, student uh, wants to be an actor, so he anticipates when we are going to make a short film and he will star in this film. Uh, another one uh, told me that he wants to know how he can make YouTube videos about cooking. He wants to make a cooking channel on YouTube. Uh, so different things and trying to uh, find uh, a middle ground so we can meet all together. You try to take the, the expectation of each student and try to make a common expectation. I was curious how refugees feel about the audiovisual courses. Hanging out at the corridors of the Limbo Exit Lab, I got into a few conversations with students of the photography course. This is where I met Oymanush and Muhammad Tayeb. I asked them about their experience of learning photography in the program. Why are you interested in the photography course? Uh, Oymanush from Afghanistan. I'm a journalist. I came to Greece uh, one year ago. And uh, you know, photography is a very important part of our life. Uh, nowadays, media is everything our without media we don't have a reality now every every the 
uh, thing we do, we say we want to show it's by media, but media uh, show by uh, camera and photograph or video. It's a very important part of our life. But for me, I'm journalist. Uh, Photography is very uh, close to my subject and I love it and photography is part of my life. And how do you think using photography in the future? What are your plans maybe with photography? Because I'm a writer, uh, I want to make some the documentary, like photo documentary, uh, photo and writing like this. I want to make something like this, not video documentary, photo documentary. Uh, I want to learn photography to use the future for this film. Why is it interesting for you to join the photography course? Okay, first my name is Mohammed Taib. I'm from Syria. I've been here for now four months. I'm interested in this program, in photography especially, because I first I love it. I like to have a photos and uh, to take a photos and uh, I came here to be like a professional person in taking photos even with digital cameras I heard about these programs and I joined it and I like and interested in this Athens for you is an interesting topic interesting topic for photography yes I like in uh, let's say all types of uh, photographies like uh, portrait in people and in nature and view of natures and even in historical things even here in Athens so many historical uh, places there how do you think in the future to use your knowledge in photography can you imagine to use photography for your own future ah in the future maybe in filming or or director for example maybe i i think so and sometimes uh, in taking simple photos like a stories or in media in digital media you know education is a complex matter and refugees need many new skills to adapt to the new environment but training can only prepare them to a few aspects of the new life they need to create networks develop roots in the city and find housing this is what curing the limbo is about This was Levante Poyak for Curing the Limbo. This episode was produced by Utropian and the Cooperative City magazine. Stay tuned for the next episode.